what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. It's time for the Brothers in Tech Suggestions episode again, or the bits as we like to call it. This is where each of the Brothers in Tech and our special guests all bring a recommendation to the table. Could be an app, could be a website, could be a gadget. Something we want to share with the audience, talk about, and recommend for others. It's the Brothers in Tech Recommendations episode coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson. I am one of two brothers in the title of the show, Brothers in Tech. And what do you know? The other one is also on the show, too. Brian Jackson, my brother, the other brother in tech. It's really coincidence how that all works out. So, Brian, Man, how are you doing? Your intros keep getting better and better, just in terms really? of. Really? I feel like they get. Yeah. I feel well, like they're you're getting in, worse and worse. Well, <laughs> I was actually kidding when I said they were getting better, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you really mailed it in a long time ago with this, didn't you? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm really running out of ways to set up the show and uh, <laughs> to let everybody know my name. And your name and the fact that we're brothers. That's basically yeah. what I'm just trying to get across in this first. I think seconds. next time that's what you should do. Be like, brothers in tech. I'm Alan. He's Brian. We're brothers. Let's go. We're brothers. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I'm going to do next we'll time. We'll try next time. Okay. That's, right. that's what it's going to be next time. Be prepared for that next time. That's the way I'm entering the show. Okay. Well, well, I'm good. I mean, besides the lackluster introduction, I am super excited about this episode. As you know, I get incredibly excited about the bits episode. Yeah, I mean, I it's, do. Our I do. To, it's our it's our chance to not only kind of get some ideas about things from each other. Uh, sometimes it costs us some money yeah, because I yeah. end up normally buying something that somebody else mentions. On Very here. true. Very um, true. And, and you know, Brian, it's no fun for just you and I to be the ones recommending and spending money here. Let's get another person in the mix. So we. Oh, let's get someone else to make us spend more money. Good. Yeah, that's, that'd be great. Let's do that. And uh, so joining us for his, uh, his final episode with us, he has done his tour of duty. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, is it, is it final? Because this is the last possible time you won't be on the show. Um, Uh, You know what? (laughs) These last three episodes were so perfect. We're shutting the show down. We're done. (laughs) We have nothing else to say. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you said the same thing about Chad Austin. I know we did. Yeah. yeah. We always say that with our guests on the no, episode. No, we're, we're done. We're done. We, we can't top this at all. I'll be honest with you. With Chad, we we had to do it again, right? I mean, they, you know, we, we need to do improve after that. So we, we, we knew we could do better. We have a lot of making up to do after that uh, batch of episodes. <laughs> Chad, we love you. We're joking. Um, yeah. So Rob, Rob Dickerson's with us again. Uh, Rob Dickerson is uh, with Defeat which is a a cycling apparel company out of here in Western North Carolina, a lifelong cycling enthusiast, a lifelong technology enthusiast. Uh, I have known him since first or second grade, uh, friends of the family. And uh, yeah, so a lot of connections there. And we're glad to have you here again, Rob. Thanks for joining us for the uh, Brothers in Tech Suggestions episode. Yeah. 
And uh, and then uh, Brian, you know, I didn't even mention like what we do. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you, you pretty much really didn't matter. do anything, did you? Really? Except I didn't really. I, I really just. <laughs> I said basically totally just our name, yeah. and that's it. And, and we're uh, brothers. Yeah, that's all I do. Yeah. Um, well, do you I want mean, to introduce yourself? Yeah. Tell us what you do. What do you do, Brian? Um, well, other than the highlight of my life being your brother, uh, I am a uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a professor of kinesiology at Pacific University, and yep, uh, I, knew that. <laughs> um, I am a, a visiting scholar at Synaptic, a, a technology company, a sensory training technology company, and um, uh, and most importantly, I fix everything that Alan screws up in our family in terms of technology. So I get all the calls of things that he's messed up and. My mom feels so bad; she continues to let him try, and uh, so I come in and, and fix those things. So that's that my is, main job. You are that is all accurate, Brian. So congratulations, <laughs> good job on that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm. Would you like to talk about yourself? And now that just, I, you just, know, just quickly from yeah. uh, nothing too long. So uh, God, here we go. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I I have a firm, a creative firm in town, uh, here, Jackson Creative. And we produce video productions, we produce websites, social media campaigns, and uh, podcasts, mm-hmm. lo and behold, like with the one we were listening to right now. So uh, I'm producing some online shows and programs. And then also in my other free time, I have a survey research company to do uh, employee, customer, and community-based research surveys. And then in the last chunk of free time, I run a film society in a film festival here oh in our area. So. Blah, 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 blah. How much do you do? Good Lord. All right. Actually, yeah, I just, none of, none of that's real. I just say that because it sounds cool, <laughs> but really all I do is I prep for this show, Brian, because this is my whole life is this whole show. Well, as I've been, it work, be. working, as it I've been be. working all week researching for this Brothers in Tech Suggestion episode. I'm God. so excited about it. So. If the way that you handle this podcast is called prep, then I'm, I think we're really in trouble. <laughs> wait, so, wait, uh, there, there was, what, there what? was prep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not. There was supposed yeah. to be prep and we'll see how well all three of us did here in a minute. Uh, and that's because as we mentioned, this is our brothers and tech suggestions episode. We do this uh, every, every few weeks and have our suggestions recap. So each of us are bringing one, thing to recommend to the table yes. we do not know what each other are recommending so uh each of us will get to go recommend our technology device gadget website app book whatever it may be and the others can ask questions and uh then we'll move along and see see who brings out the best recommendation for the episode that's kind mm. of fun to check out too yep yep, yep. um all right so with that uh do i have any volunteers on who's going to go first anybody want to go first no I'll one? go first. Oh, Brian's I'll go, go first. first. Okay. Yeah. Brian, yeah, please go first. Okay, so uh, usually our brothers in tech suggestions do cost you money, right? And we usually kind of laugh a little bit about how, how much some of these things will cost. Well, guess what? This one is actually going to save you money, right? Mm. It is not going to cost you right. a dime okay, I like it. to do I like this. It. Um, yeah. However, well, I shouldn't say that. For you two, it would cost you a lot of money because you'd have to move. So it actually doesn't. It's not a service that doesn't work in your area. But for those that are on my side of the country and maybe in bigger cities, um, this is going to be something. So 
I am going to actually, uh, I'm going to recommend Amazon Key, which Alan, you and I have talked about before, which yeah. I which I now do uh, as of mm. recently. And so for those who don't know, Amazon Key is um, the service that lets Amazon open your garage door and put your packages inside your garage. So they have access to a one-time access uh, to code to be able to open up your garage door and they will set your boxes in there rather than putting them on your front porch, which uh, if any of you live in a highly congested area, know that getting packages stolen off your front porch is a thing. Um, it tends to happen. So uh, Amazon Key. Now, the reason I say it's going to save you money is because if you do live in a location that allows this and you can you can go on. Uh, let's see. How, how did I get to that website? Well, I just typed in Amazon Key and Google went to their page. You can actually click whether or not you can put in your zip code, see whether or not they're supported. But um, so I started this. Uh, we just had our first uh, delivery while we were out of town camping the last uh, three nights. And it worked flawlessly. Um, it was great. The reason I say it saves you money is because when you sign up for it, if you have the availability, they'll give you $40 off your first delivery. So, um, so I immediately had things, some things in my queue already. It was about $46 of stuff and I paid $6 and they delivered it. Um, so what's really nice about this is that, so for one, you have to have a, um, you have to have a, a Wi-Fi enabled garage door system. Yeah. Yeah, sure. obviously. Right. So they're not going to manually open up your garage door and close it. That's, that's beyond the purpose. What's great about it is that if you do have that, you set it up through that, um, that service. So I have mine, the MyQ, I think Alan, mm-hmm. you, you have that one as well, right? That so is, I have the garage door recommendation that, months ago, I believe. Yeah. Is Chamberlain something. is Chamberlain, the company. Is that right? Yeah. So Chamberlain, so. Is, yeah. It's Chamberlain the company. MyQ line right. of, uh, of garage door openers. Yeah. Right. So we have a, we have a Chamberlain MyQ, an actual garage door, but I think you have the add on, right. That actually changes, turns yours into a. Right. Uh, so uh, MyQ is either, you either have a true, uh, the actual garage door openers, Wi-Fi yep. control, or you can have a device you mount near your garage door opener that basically emits the same signal yep. that a remote device would. It's just you're doing that through Wi-Fi. So it works yep. the same way in theory. Yeah. Yep. So once you have that, you can go into the MyQ app and say, I'm, I'm setting up, you know, key, Amazon key. You're giving it permission, right? And then at that point, um, You'll get notification just like you do with Amazon that says, "Hey, your your package has been delivered." You know, you get it mm-hmm. on your phone. Mine now said your package has been delivered in your garage door, and mm-hmm. you can actually see a picture that they'll take a picture after they set it down. That here's here it is in your garage, and then of course I'm getting a notification that my garage door has been closed as well. So, um, so it worked great, right? It was right there inside the garage door when we when we got home, uh, which means that it's safe, um, a little less opportunity for it to be stolen. Now, a couple of things I'll, I'll mention. One, I, I was nervous about this because again, you know, who's to say that that same as Amazon person doesn't have access later on to be able to come. Mm-hmm. And they do They they, they put it very clearly on the website, you know, there are specific background checks that have to be run on these individuals who are going to have access to this. It's a one-time code that they get. Mm-hmm. So that the code they receive actually opens a door, but that's all. They can only do it once, you know, open and close. Um, 
And, you know, if you want, this is where you can spend money. You can actually buy the camera that goes along with the MyQ system to put in your garage. So, of course, you're getting verification. But they will take a picture just like they do with a lot of the deliveries to say, here we go. Um, I'm probably for the next little bit. I do have a camera outside my garage door uh, for our driveway. Um, so I'll be keeping that there just to verify that they are coming in and, and leaving yeah. and, and all of that. But for me, it's great. I know there's other ways of doing this for those that don't have the service. You know, you can buy like a trunk or chest that they get access to, to put it in on your, uh, you know, on your, uh, uh, on your front porch so that it can be protected. But, uh, I was pretty excited uh, to try this out. And plus, getting $40 off right away was kind of nice. So paying it to try. Well, Brian, I, I do have to admit, I'm I'm disappointed in your pick. Uh, not because I don't think the service is good. It's I'm disappointed because I, this was the exact service that I got so excited about. Yes. When I put in my Wi-Fi garage door opener and I saw on the app as I'm going through it, oh, it has Amazon Key. It works with that. And I went through the whole setup process and then got to the last step where it said, oh, now we're going to check and make sure it's available in your area. Oh, we're sorry. It's not. And so that was the biggest disappointment for me. So it stings a little. Yeah. Just a little. Your recommendation. No, it, it makes uh, my recommendation even better. Even better <laughs> that it stung for you. But I, but I will say there's absolutely no reason why this won't be coming to your area. Oh, I know. There's I no know. reason. It's just if, we, if Amazon's delivering to your area, time. there's no reason why they can't have it. I think, we, I'm we sure they're just piloting it. They're piloting yeah. it out at the big cities. I know. Uh, We're biding so, our time. It's yeah. obviously, it's in the best interest of Amazon because if, if something is stolen off your front porch, yep. they are typically having to be involved with that. That is costing Amazon money to help resolve that with you, the consumer. It's not good for their brand. It's not good for anything if, if stuff is getting stolen. So what's the safest way to deliver a package is to deliver it into a part of somebody's house that nobody can get to. And the garage is the most logical way to do it. So yeah. it makes yeah. perfect sense. That's, yeah. a, that's the reason I was so excited about it because it does make sense. But, yeah. Well, and they could so, be, they could be waiting a little bit for very gun friendly parts of the country, you know, in case to, they, <laughs> so they don't get shot going in the garage. But uh, I will say one of the sorry. things to keep in mind, if you decide to use this and I didn't even think about it, uh, you, you obviously most of you have a door from your garage going into your house. So when we leave, we're starting to now lock that just in case, yeah. right? You know, we have a we have our our baby, our our uh, Volkswagen van sits in the garage all the time, you know. And I don't want a lot of eyes on it. Uh, I don't want eyes being able to see that there's a door that goes in <laughs> in there or that there's a window to be able to access. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be cautious uh, for the next couple months. And of course we get deliveries a lot, so we'll be able to test this yeah. out. But, uh, but I think it's great. And, and I, as I said, I assume it's coming your way very, very oh, sure. soon, very soon. All so. these programs they roll out always start in the uh, bigger, bigger metro areas or especially up North a little sooner, but they eventually make their way here. So. Yeah. And then we'll you guys, they're kind of more you guys get to be the guinea pigs. You guys yeah. are the guinea pigs for a while, and then we'll get it once it's a rock solid service. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're more needed, I think. Often, uh, quite honestly, I think they're more needed in your part where there might be more people spaced out because yeah. then it's a lot easier to go and steal something off of oh, someone's porch, right? So it would be. Yeah. It would be much easier to go do that in, yep. in our part of the country here. So yep. okay, yeah. great. So there you well, go. that's the Amazon Key service uh, again. Only available in some areas across the United States. You will have to check and see if it's available to you. But I think it's a great service, great tool, great use of technology. So 
Yeah. And since we have <sighs> listeners all across good, the, the country and the world, yeah. really, but all good, across the country, good. I know some people would be into that. So, That's good so by the way, well, I'm, I'm, I'm down for minus $40 on mine. You so did just compare, compared to you guys. Okay. So you saved us 40 go. bucks. Very nice. Yeah. To, to those it can apply to. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. It's not everybody. Um, Rob, do you care? Do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? I don't really don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can. It's up to you. I'm, I'm good but either way. So, well, Alan, a, Alan, are you going to stink at the end here? This, I mean, that's the thing. Do we do we want to well, end with a good one? All right. All right. Look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. Are I'm you gonna, gonna do like one. a fact service or something again? Because you did that one before, and and I I don't want to end on that one. Did you say facts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was his technology. You know, technology pick was a faxing service. So, brothers, my reasons. you can see we're, we're digging deep. We're digging deep here, Rob. Okay, well, all right, Alan. Well, let me go ahead and go next, then, and Rob, you can you can close this out there, just in case, because I'm becoming less and less confident that my pick is going to do anything interesting at the end. Okay. Oh, I love it. Um, actually, yeah, actually, as I start to describe this, uh, it's going to sound really, really. Um, pretty weak. It's going to sound very much like a fax service. Surprise. Um, surprise. This is a, it's a weather app. Um, but um, oh my I do God, have a back- They make those? Yeah, they do. This is a back, uh, this is tying into our conversation about all the outdoor activities you could be doing mm-hmm. with camping, with um, outdoor gardening and all that stuff. So, and, and there's a little bit of an interesting story with this too. So are you guys familiar with the uh, dark sky weather app? Yes. Okay. Yes. Probably so. Um, I was not until a, a couple months ago, and I think the reason I got knowledgeable about it is because of the situation it finds itself in now. So Dark Sky is a weather app that's been around for a little while. It's uh, very beloved by a lot of people. And um, lo and behold, Apple bought it um, just recently, I think in the last year, and bought it. So right now, if you were to go to the App Store and download Dark Sky, it's still up there. Uh, but you'll see the actual manufacturer or the developer of it is Apple. Now, there's a reason Apple bought it, obviously. they uh, Apple did announce that they're going to be upgrading the weather app in the upcoming iOS 15 that comes out with supposedly some of the features that they're, quote, borrowing from the Dark Sky app. Um, and the Dark Sky app by itself right now as a standalone app is only going to be available till the end of 2022. So a year and a half, okay? At that point, supposedly, they're taking it off the App Store and all of the features or some of the features will be built into Apple's weather app. However, the reason I'm making this my pick is because, A, Apple does have a history of buying these great software products or apps and incorporating some of the features into it, but not everything that people like. So I'm afraid that's probably going to be the case with Dark Skies, that we're probably going to get some nice features in the weather app on on the iOS, but it may not be everything that we're seeing. So I'm still saying this is still a good app for the next 18 months to try to get and have. Um, And and, and two as well, just, you know, I think think it's it's a really good app. I've been really impressed with it. I didn't think I'd be impressed with a weather app. But um, the thing that probably got me the most excited about this app is I do a lot of filming. I go out and shoot video and I go out and shoot photos. And to me, hour to hour weather and knowing what everything looks like outside is pretty critical. Like for example, I know tomorrow morning I have a 9am shoot outside and it is a depend. It has to be an outside shoot. And so I always get concerned about weather. 
yes, weather apps can give you hour by hour kind of predictions of what they're expecting. But what I really love about the Dark Sky app is it's very, very detailed. You can get a lot of great information on an hour by hour basis. You can look at wind gusts. You can look at uh, probability of precipitation. You can look at humidity on an hour to hour basis, which is amazing. Dew point, UV index, so many things you can see hour to hour. You also have map features, so I can click click on the map very easily and see a lot of that same information as I move around the map, which is not something like the built-in weather app will do on iOS right now. Um, my favorite, though, is the notifications. Mm-hmm. To me, I want to be notified, like, if precipitation is going to be happening in the next hour. I just want to be pinged. It's like, yes, it's going to start raining here in the next little bit. I need to know that. I've got big, expensive cameras outside. I've got things I got to lug around outside. I want to know if I need to bring an umbrella or not, or if I need, need to not even plan on the shoot and reschedule it. So I can actually set a notification to say, give me next hour precipitation updates if uh, something is starting to happen at my location. I can have it send me an umbrella reminder saying that whenever the daytime, the day you're going into has got a 20% or more chance of precipitation it's going to notify me first thing in the morning at whatever time I set and say, yeah, you're probably going to need an umbrella today. These are the kind of things I need to know. And I want to know as quickly and as easily as possible. Uh, there's a sunscreen reminder on it. So if it, you can say if the UV index rises above nine uh, or planning to during the day to go ahead and notify me first thing in the morning to bring sunscreen or go ahead and apply it before I leave. Though That's just to me great. Perfect. And you can even add some custom notifications as well, which I haven't even really played around with. But anything that Dark Sky is tracking, you can set some notifications around. So to me, this is what a really good weather app ought to be, is not only giving me a view of the information, but I need to be able to be notified of things. Yeah. But the last feature I'm going to mention on this, and I'm, 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 I'm guessing you guys have seen this or played around with it, is the time machine feature on it. Have you guys seen that? Okay. So to me, this is the coolest part of it. This is maybe worth getting the app on its own is that you can explore weather in the past or future using their version of time machine on this app. So if I said I wanted to go back and see what the weather was on December 31st, 1999, before we hit 2000, I can actually go and scroll to that date and time. And it shows me hour to hour what the weather was like on that day. Now, the whole going to the future, a little more questionable, but it is showing you based on trends, seasonal trends, what you can predict maybe a day in the future will look like. Now, obviously, that is just purely based on historical trends. It's not saying that it can predict the weather accurately. But if you just want to get an idea of, hey, look, on um, mid-April, what's typically the weather look like in this area where I live? You know, if I just want to get an idea of what maybe some temperature ranges are, what's some chance of precipitation, it can show me that. So I'm recommending this for the next 18 months because I think it's a really great app. It's probably the best weather app I've used. Um, I do encourage people to get it in the next 18 months. Um, I think it's 3 or $4 to buy. Um, I don't remember purchasing it like recently. I think maybe I purchased it a long time ago and, just actually downloaded it for the first time to use recently. Um, and I do think some of these features are going to make their way into the iOS version, but I'm not counting on all of these cool features being in there, unfortunately. So 
I'm kind of recommending it as a look, use it for the next 18 months and enjoy it. And I don't know how long we're going to have some of these features afterwards. So, anyway, so cool. if I'm hearing this right, then you're, you're kind of like rain man. Mm. Yes. And oh, in so many ways. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. This is a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was actually good. That was good for both of you. Everybody was good. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I yeah, would so say I, I've okay. used Dark Sky, Alan, and I agree. Okay. It's it's really good. Uh, the yeah. watch the watch app is good. Okay, um, yeah. and it also provides a widget. Uh, it has a nice widget you yes. can put on your uh, uh, iOS screen, your widget screens there. So, um, no, it's just great. It's yep. everything I w- you would need from a weather app. If you just need something simple to look at and say, what's the weather like today, high and low? Yeah, it shows you that. Yeah, I want to see what hour it might start raining. You can see that. But the fact that you can go so much deeper with so many other fe- cool features is just great. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I will say not to, to plug something else, but if you... <laughs> Have any of you used uh, carrot as well? Carrot yeah. weather? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who really likes weather, but you also really like to be insulted every once in yeah. a while, uh, the carrot weather app actually will give you the weather in kind of some crude ways, which is really helpful. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can basically when you install that app, of course, you have to pay quite a bit for it. But if you install that one, it immediately asks you, what kind of personality do you have? Professional or really, really snarky? Mm-hmm. And if you put really, really snarky, it will give you lots of very creative, creative ways to, uh, uh, to give you the weather. So I just never, never got into that idea. I I don't mind having a a tech program or service be snarky with me, but I don't really need it from my weather app. I just kind of feel like, I mean, what else, what else do you need it for? I mean, come on. I want to hear it every day. I mean, if I want to hear like you idiot, grab a, grab a rain jacket, you know, that's, I mean, that's. That's the way I want to hear my weather, right? I already have so many people in my life that throw insults <laughs> at me, including on this very program here. I don't need it from my weather app also. Oh, okay. I thought you enjoyed it. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, and, and that, wasn't, that wasn't horrible. That wasn't a fax machine or anything. So that was, that was all right. That was useful. That was I, useful. I think I did, I think I did okay with that yeah, one. So I think yeah. it's pretty good. All right. Well, it's time for our guests to give their pick. Rob, bring us bring, home. What, bring it, bring what, it home, you, Rob. What do you want to recommend uh, to us and the uh, listeners tonight? Well, I, ha- I have this new fax machine. No, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Well, that's great because I've got a fax service I can that can go right along <laughs> with it. Fix that. Fix that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually had an early career selling. <laughs> I was going to say, I know you used to sell the, yeah. the copiers oh. and faxes. That was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, um, when you start in that business, at least in the late nineties, early two thousands, the you the first thing they used to make you do is go out and sell fax machines oh, almost door to door. That's like the way to just weed you out in a hurry. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Rob, I think Al, I think Alan just faxed both of us a middle finger. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Yeah, he, <laughs> I don't think he's very happy about us bringing. Oh, bringing oh this that's up. what that is. It stopped only halfway up. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh, so yeah. I, I I've got one. This is kind of a carryover from our our episode um, the other week about camping, and this sure. is a thing that it, it's kind of cool. It is kind of expensive. Okay. But gosh, it's become this this fun thing to have in the truck. 
Okay. So, um, and you can, do, you can put this in different places and you can remove it. It's a little heavy, but it's a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to go, what? A refrigerator? I'm not carrying no, around no, a refrigerator. Actually, yeah, tell me. <laughs> Alan's excited about camping again. Here we go. I know. Like, so, you can take refrigerators with you? Okay, that's that's new. All right. So uh, we, we've all seen like the kind of the cool coolers, I call them, the Yeti and yeah. all these. And they're wonderful. And they'll keep yeah. a bag of ice cold for you know, days and everything, but they're still using ice and it, you know, they turn over, they spill, you know, there's all these different things. And, um, but there are a couple of companies and the one I bought is, um, called ARB. Um, and they have a fridge called the zero, um, fridge freezer and they have it in lots of different sizes. I think Mm -hmm. from like a 35 quart up to like a 150 quart. I have the Mm -hmm. 47 quart size. Um, it's around a thousand dollars. So it's, yeah. it, it's a, it's a little expensive, but um, I, minus plugs, the $40 I saved you. So that's yeah, really exactly. only $960. Yeah. <laughs> you get it delivered to your garage by Amazon. It's only $960. <laughs> Boy, I hadn't ordered like sandwich meat to go inside. And, yeah. Right. So, but it, what's so cool about it is that you, you can plug it up to, it has a cord so for cool. a wall out. <laughs> Didn't so cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It, 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 you can plug it up to an outlet in the house. You can plug it up, um, in the car to cigarette lighter, or they have their own kind of, um, um, special plug that you can have wired into a vehicle. Right. But what's neat is, is that, you know, going down the road, we have it in the back seat, um, sure. you know, in one part of the back seat of the truck. Um, it lets us have cold drinks, um, we put all of our camping stuff in there, but what's funny is what's happened is that we go somewhere to a, like a cool brewery, you know, and mm-hmm. we visit the brewery, we have a, you know, go to the food truck or whatever's there, have some drinks, but then we take some to go. It's already cold. And what I always was frustrated with is you buy beer at a brewery cold to put in a hot car and drive an hour and a half home, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always worried that you're skunking the beer, so to speak. Um, and so this is cool. You know, a lot of times we kind of joke, you know, Hey, I'll just go put that in the fridge and, yeah. uh, you know, you, you know, and it's cool. You can control the temp- temperature from zero, um, to around 50 degrees. You can mm-hmm. control it. It has a app, a little Bluetooth app for your phone. So awesome. you can see everything. It has a, a wait, 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 you can see everything. What do you mean by that? Like see the temperature you can and see the temperature. Yeah, sorry. You can't okay, you don't have a video camera in there. Okay. Yeah, no, no that's next. <laughs> a thousand dollars, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe my cue will make that next. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 really and of course it also acts as a, a place to plug a a, a charger up and mm-hmm. so and okay. this company has made a battery pack that also can be charged and attached to it that can run it independently of a vehicle or anything. So you, wow. you could actually take it to the, you know, the picnic or to the work, you know, wherever. And, you know, you think about um, all the different applications, you know, a lot of times just going to the grocery store or the farmer's market or something, and you had something you wanted to keep cool, maybe for a longer period of time than, mm-hmm. than the normal. It's just, uh, it's, and it's, it's really, we found a lot of uses for it. It is, you know, a big expense, but, you know, honestly, well, I use it weekly. Well, I was going to say for your, for your purposes, I mean, Rob, as much as you're out and, you know, not only 
outdoors and the cycling and all that. But then, like you said, the food thing, I mean, yeah, I, it's a huge frustration of mine whenever we have to go buy something at a store and it's like, well, we have to go ahead and plan out the next hour or two because we can't go anywhere else we want to go. We got to get that home to get in the fridge to have that flexibility. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's pricey, but you start to rack that up. You're using it every week. It starts to eventually make, make use of itself and pay for itself at that time. So that's great. Um, so with the Bluetooth app, can you control the temperature from that? Or is that just for monitoring to see what the temperature is? Y- on the- yeah. Yes. You can control the temperature. Okay. You can control um, the, um, the battery safeguard, the safety level of when it will shut off due to low voltage. Cause it doesn't want to over drain your car battery. Right. Um, that was so, going to yeah. be my next question mm-hmm. is about, you know, if you were hooking it up to your car, cigarette lighter outlet there, um, you know, yeah. Is there any kind of notification or way to ensure that it doesn't just drain your car down or does it stop at mm-hmm. a certain point or notify you? Um, y- yes. It, 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 if you, when you first get it and set up the app, it is set to the highest safety level. So I think it will, sh- it will s- turn itself off at, 12.6 volts or whatever and that's as low you can take it to where it'll drop it as low as 12 volts but that's the considered the most uh, lenient form mm. of battery protection the whole thing being that some vehicles require exactly 12 volts or higher in order to start um okay. you know uh, the i think having the battery pack for this would be really cool mm-hmm. as a way that to kind of if you were in a vehicle that didn't have any type of solar, we have solar because of the camper. So we're charging the battery from solar and therefore can run this pretty much all day um, without any issue. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, if you didn't have that, I think having that little battery pack would be really cool to have and plug mm. it in. So nice. Oh, and it's, it's magnetic. It sticks to the side, which was, I thought was kind of cool. The battery pack is kind of a long uh, flat side of the fridge. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it yeah. Kind of becomes part of it in a way. Yeah. No, I, I saw the fridge in your in your vehicle when you were by here the other day, and uh, it's yeah, it's impressive. And again, it's something where you know when you on first thought you think, oh, don't know how much I'd use that, but the more I think about it, I'm like, no, I actually feel like I'd probably use it all the time. It sounds like you're using it on a weekly basis at least. So. I take my lunch to work and throw yeah. it in my fridge and leave it there until I go to get it out and eat. You know, it, so yeah, it's great. That's so great. No, it's really, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. And, uh, again, expensive, but I think pays for itself over time if you're an avid user of it. And especially if you're out a lot outdoors and having that convenience there is great. I mean, how many times have I had to pull over at convenience stores, you know, on trips just to get a drink, you know, that Mm -hmm. was cold when, uh, for me, kids or, or wife and, uh, you know, pay a lot more for drinks we're having to buy somewhere else. And said we could just have taken some of the ones we had ourselves and drank from that. It just makes good sense over time. It really yeah. does. Um, yeah, so. inter- this brand was ARB, but there's another brand that's pretty well known. I think it's, um, it's European. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly who, uh, what country they're from, but it's called Dometic. And they make a lot of stuff for um, like campers and stuff. They make sinks and cooktops mm. and all kinds of crazy stuff, but they have a line. Um, I think there's a CXF or whatever, but they actually have partnered with some automotive companies where they're integrating them into center consoles. So mm-hmm. I know on the new Ford nice. rain, uh, Ford F one fifty, you can get their like little four, 
you know, drink cooler for the center armrest, you know, mm. built in. Um, and oh, uh, nice. kind of cool. Yeah. And I think there's a, maybe a Hyundai minivan or Toyota. I, I don't remember who it was. But they've they've added one. So, you know, I think you'll see some of this kind of technology enter the car because it is really convenient. And if the car is built, has it built in, then it's a no brainer. Yep. Yeah. Fun. Yep. That's great. So, Alan, I, I want to <clears throat> kind of piggyback on that just a little bit and pull out one thing that he mentioned that is really important. Mm-hmm. And when we think about camping, at any time that you have a cooler, and Rob mentioned before, there's lots of great coolers out there that can keep your uh, your stuff cool for a while. But one of the biggest flaws about a cooler is that every time you open it, you're lo- you're losing some of your cool, right? So the fact of being able to see the temperature of what's in your cooler without having to open it yeah. is really a a, a, a a very important thing. So we started doing that with our with our camper van, and of course we have an old camper van that has the fridge built in, that's a propane battery or uh, electric. So depending on what you switch it, but the worst design in the world, this was an old VW, in order to switch what type of electricity you're using, you have to open the fridge. (laughs) So you open the fridge to go in and click and do different things. And of course you let out all of the cool that was in there. And by that point, you're trying to restart your propane and all of this. So so what we did, just a, a very low-tech way of doing this, is we bought a little weather station, one of those remote weather stations, put the little weather station in the fridge, have it up there in the front of our car so that we can always see if, for some reason, because we have no idea whether our propane goes out, whether the oh, fridge I stops, see. right? Mm-hmm. You could do that same thing with a cooler, put a little weather station in your cooler so that at least you can look and go, oh, actually things are getting really warm. It's time to go get ice rather than opening it to see if it's really warm and losing that last bit of cool that you might have. So yeah, I love the idea of the Bluetooth, Bluetooth connection, being able to see uh, what's inside, what's happening. So that's cool. All right. So our, our picks kind of ran the gamut. We went from a thousand dollars or around about to $4 to actually possibly saving minus 40. So the nice range of people who want to spend or save money, we got options for them on this episode for sure. But cool. I like the fact that they're all three were pretty different and and one's a service, one's an app and one's a a, a device of equipment. So very, very cool. And I'm very Um, disappointed. We didn't get a pick of a pink, pink set of headphones um, that we've been looking at with Rob here. He's, he's donning those pink headphones again. If you listen to the last episode, yeah. He brought him back. He brought him back. So he he was not afraid whatsoever of donning those those headphones. And only because Rob, you're you're about to leave us here, and you, you again, you've done your tour, you've done your 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 line of episodes. Um, your 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 thoughts on the AirPods, AirPod, AirPod Max. Max, yeah, AirPod Max. That um, you're wearing. Just your general thoughts on it. Is it worth I, the, the? Is it worth it? You know, I I don't know if it's worth the the spend. I would say from a comfort standpoint, they're one of the most comfortable, you know, kind of surround ear headsets mm-hmm. I've ever had on. The sound is pretty amazing. This transparency feature, which we mentioned um, the first time I wore them, is, is pretty incredible to be able to kind of hear yourself, but also mm-hmm. um, hear, not have a lot of background noise um, coming through. It's great. They are a bit, I, I'm not the biggest headed person um don't laugh um but you know I, I, they're definitely they're snug so mm. i will say this that you know wearing them for any length of time is mm. noticeable um mm. you know like on your jawbone and stuff so i think my wife has never complained they are hers uh, i i would 
potentially buy them in pink as well. Um, but the, mm-hmm. these are hers and, uh, she has a smaller head. So, uh, yeah. right. Do they only come in one yeah, size? Are they only one yeah, size? I, I think one so. size? Okay. Yeah. The, the, the telescope at the, yeah. um, kind of the top for yeah. the, the, um, headpiece, but the, the actual width of them, I guess you would say is, is just a singular size. You can kind of release some of the pressure by extending them and making them push out a little bit more, but they, they're pretty snug. Yeah. Um, they're not going to fall off your head. Um, they have yeah. a lot of neat features built into them too, which that you kind of control from the buttons and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, and, um, you know, would a pair of bows for half the price do just as well? Quite possibly. We all know that a lot of times with Apple products, which I love, they tend to be kind of over-designed, overbuilt. Yeah. These are these look like they've been, you know, minted out of solid aluminum, and <laughs> you know, yeah. So. Well, the integration that Apple puts into their own devices, how it integrates with your your phone, your 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 audio sources. I mean, that's to me what's worth the extra money. A lot of times, I do get concerned with Apple, like you said, kind of over-designing sometimes yeah. and going more for style over function and. Uh, I think there have been some examples of that, but I do everything I've read. AirPods Max sound really great, and I'm in the market for a nice pair of over-the-ear studio type headphones. I need for for stuff, so uh, I'm really curious. I need to. I want to go to the store and just kind of try them out a little bit and see how they fit and feel and all. Yeah, too, so, yeah. I, I've been very impressed with their battery life. Um, mm-hmm. Like an hour of use. Um, like for a podcast or something only seems to use two or 3% of the battery, which compared to, um, in the past, I, you know, I've used the AirPods, um, the original AirPods and they won't last an hour sometimes. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I've been very real estate, right? We got a lot of real estate to put batteries there. So that's kind of, that's kind of nice. So Rob, can you tell me, can, um, we're obviously listening to you using the microphone on that headset. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And they, yeah, they sound great. They sound great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, is it Bluetooth only or is there a way to also put a, a, a uh, stereo cable into the headset? So, so it doesn't appear. You okay. know, there, there is a USB C or what I guess they now okay. call that uh, a version of lightning. Um, but For charging. Um, yeah, uh, it it appears to only be for charging. I don't believe it's any type of um, um, direct connection um, to like a three and a half, uh, yeah. three point five yeah. millimeter um, adapter. So it probably I do means like you can wire it straight away, though, right? Using the the mini. The I think port. I've read that. I mean, it still costs a pretty penny to get their adapters, but they do sell. I think I remember reading that they did sell start selling an adapter to go in that USB C port. Okay. To convert it uh, to cabled, but you got to get that special. Con- I don't think you can just use a standard yeah. USB C to uh, audio cable adapter. I wonder if it puts them in some type of passive mode. I know yeah. a lot of times, you know, that's what I'm thinking. You, like Bose will, you know, theirs, you can plug in the cable and then turn them off and actually use them in passive yeah. mode, which sometimes yeah. is. Um, better for certain situations. So I don't know if they offer anything like that, but overall I'd say that they're really cool. One integral part, which is a little bit odd. It looks like a purse Mm -hmm. is the case that they go in and um, it's quite odd, but the case actually 
is part of the pairing process oh, right. to like a computer or something. But from a f- mobile platform, they're very simple to um, connect to mobile. Yeah. And you get a, a kind of an animated graphic, a lot like setting up a new iWatch or Apple Watch or a new um, yeah. Apple TV. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, the reason I ask about the cable is because I know – well, I know they can support spatial audio, which is really nice to be able mm-hmm. to hear. So it can the AirPods Pro, but but I, I know there's something about Bluetooth only having a certain amount of you know bit rate that it can handle to where there mm-hmm. are certain you know lossless, for example. I'm not sure you can get true lossless over Bluetooth. I'm not convinced that you can. I don't know if it can yeah. handle true lossless audio, but I think wired you certainly can. So yeah, because I think Bluetooth. Um what L, I forget what the protocol we're on now, not um, X, but whatever the low voltage Bluetooth. I think it's uh, packet rate is not substantial enough to support right. losses. To losses in, right. in, yeah. So, so I would be yeah, disappointed if I shelled out that much money and couldn't plug in to, to still be able to get lossless mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. But spatial, yeah. you can get, obviously, you know, watching a movie through your Apple TV, through your headphones, you can get the spatial, which is, which is kind of cool. And so. it, I've, I've, we tested it, you know, we've got one of the brand new Apple TVs and we test, it's quite, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you really, you kind of awesome. have to look behind yourself. You feel like somebody <laughs> just walked in. So yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. cool. Very cool. Well, thanks for that additional little Ooh, an uh, additional bit. I like it. Extra bit. bit. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for the extra bit there, Rob. So bonus bit. Bonus bit. <laughs> it's just you know we were, we were sitting here watching you with these cool headphones for the last few weeks and <laughs> decided to finally ask you about them. So yeah. All right. Well, that is our bits episode for to this month, I guess. And Rob Dickerson, thank you so much for being a part of the, the show. Enjoyed it, guys. Thanks, so we, Rob. Uh, I enjoyed having you around. Thanks for all your input, especially on the topics we covered. If you did miss them, if, if you just hearing this episode, didn't hear previous ones, we talked about uh, a lot of outdoor activities and using technology, such as uh, camping was one episode. We did one on cycling and we did an episode on a kind of outdoor yard care, lawn maintenance as well. So uh, all three of those are available back in the feed. If you want to go back and listen to some of those, Rob Dickerson is with Defeat. That is a cycling apparel company here in Western North Carolina. D-E-F-E-E-T.com is the company he is with. And uh, Rob, what is your exact title at Defeat? Do you? Um, well, I technically am over design and marketing, but, uh, you know, you do a lot in a small yeah. company. We're only about 50 employees, so yeah. I do a lot. So a jack of all trades, but mainly in the design and marketing area is kind of your, your, your baby there for sure. Right. So, yeah. That's great. Getting ready to focus a little bit of effort on our, um, con, uh, our B2B or wholesale sales mm-hmm. channel. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and we've got, we've hired a, a couple of people in our marketing department. So it gives me a little bit more. Um, space to go and do some other stuff. So Good. getting awesome. ready to kind of go down that road. So. Very awesome. cool. They make some great products, some great apparel for cycling and other sports related activities. So uh, great. Glad to have you here again, Rob. And uh, take care. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for and, having uh, me. And Brian, uh, if anybody else has a pick they want to share with us or maybe a comment on any of the picks we made, how do they uh, get a hold of us again? Send us an email at info at the mesh.tv. Info at the mesh.tv. And uh, 
we do not have a fax number anymore, although I'm sure Alan will help us with that in the future. Um, and uh, But you can send us an email. We'll check that regularly. And uh, and hopefully you'll give us some good picks for uh, future Bits episodes. So info at themesh.tv. Perfect. All right. Well, this is Alan and Brian Jackson signing off. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brothers in Tech, our Brothers in Tech suggestions episode. We will look forward to talking to you next time with some more topics and discussion about your home, family, and personal tech. Uh, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.